From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the summer of 2019, I was making a documentary on the new laws allowing marijuana to be recreationally legal. Part of that documentary, I interviewed Alan Bashan, who owns Great White Smoke Shop, located in Hyannis. So if you want to, you can just look right at the camera when your time is talking. Okay. Um, and then if you want, we're good to go. So if you want to start to just introduce yourself. Okay. Hey, I'm Alan Batson with Great White Smoke Shop in Hyannis here. Um, the shop is called Great White Gallery and Smoke Shop, even though the company is Great White Smoke Shop. Um, my history on Cape Cod, um, I'm a good old boy from the south. Uh, I was down in Naples, Florida cooking, executive chef at a really fancy restaurant, and a couple of my crew um, were from working up here, and they said, you'd have to go to Nantucket, you'd have a good time. And I came up here in 1996. Uh, I was executive chef at the India House in Nantucket. I won Best Fine Dining, 96 through 98 in Nantucket. Um, came over here to Cape Cod, on the mainland, um, was chef in Hyannis at the uh, Ace of Burr's house. We turned into Pasquet. I was also executive chef at New Seabury Pompanassa and various other places. Um, also in the Hamptons and uh, Montana, Brazil, and around the world. Um, so for me, um, we, when I came up here, I met a wife, my girl, which is now my wife, been married 20 years. She's from Brazil. Um, we have three kids. We have a beautiful special needs son. And we have two daughters I've raised on Cape Cod. Um, for me, uh, cannabis is personal, and it's not about access to cannabis. Anybody knows that lives on Cape Cod, there's all the cannabis anybody wants at any time. It's about year-round jobs and an economy. For me, I was the highest paid person at any restaurant I ever worked. Um, well above the managers, you know, um, I was the guy that usually made the restaurants work. Um, promised year-round jobs, and I can tell you some of the names of these people even on Cape Cod today. Um, promise you, you know, the world, beginning of the season, year-round jobs, even though they might close for the winter, they're going to take care of you. But then comes November, October, who's the first person to get laid off? It was me. And it was a broken cycle. It happens to the same people every year. It's been happening year after year. It's hard to go home to a special needs son and two daughters and a wife and tell them that you have no job again for the winter. Uh, money you save through the summer and stuff like that is all eaten up just trying to survive through the winter. Uh, many couple Christmases had very tough times to even put you know, Christmas uh, gifts under the tree after making you know, excessive amounts of money. And it's just frustrating. It's one of those things that it doesn't have to happen. We can have a vibrant year-round economy here with a thriving cannabis industry, still keep the character of Cape Cod, but put our industry and all the great people that are in the business that are on Cape Cod in industrial zones and also areas. And there's also, there's no reason that we should not have a cannabis store in each town. There's 138 liquor licenses around my new businesses here. And they're afraid to have one cannabis store and that's what frustrates me is the fact, like I said, we could have a, a good industry with year-round jobs, providing good benefits, and providing a good year-round economy. 49% of everybody that came to Colorado came for tourism came because of cannabis legalization. The bed and breakfasts, the re restaurant owners, to shops, to everything could be a lot busier. 
instead of having a five-month season that everybody struggles through the winter. One thing you see a lot of these politicians and some of the selectmen of these towns, um, either they're retired um, or they have beautiful year-round jobs. A lot of them have no idea what it's like to struggle um, in the wintertime. You don't see them uh, taking pictures on their Facebook page of the unemployed restaurant workers, the unemployed construction workers, the unemployed fishermen, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, um, I hate to say it, um, a lot of it has to do with uh, some of the money that's on Cape Cod. They, they claim they want to keep the image, uh, but Cape Cod, uh, let's look at the image of Cape Cod. We have the title of the drunkest part of the state. Um, we have more alcoholism uh, than any other part of the state. Uh, like I said, we have an abundance of liquor and it flows freely here. I can't believe that we still allow children under 21 to be able to walk into a liquor store. Nothing against our friends in the liquor business. AJ of Luke's Liquor is actually one of our biggest cannabis supporters. Um, but you know, it has to do with the mentality. Uh, in Massachusetts, we have six cents tax on a gallon of beer. Um, you're looking at a 20% tax on any kind of cannabis product. As long as you have that incredible tax on that, you're going to have a, a thriving underground business. Um, once more shops open, you will see cannabis sale, uh, prices go down. But it's one of those things um, that Cape Cod needs this. Veterans on Cape Cod, uh, which is a large, healthy veteran community on Cape Cod, all are major supporters of the cannabis. They want to get off the pills that the VA keeps feeding them through. It's very difficult for a veteran um, to go to the only medical place we have on Cape Cod, which is Mashpee right now. Um, the only recreational store we have is not even on Cape Cod, it's in Wareham. We do have some towns that are doing some great things on Cape Cod, but I want to, you know, put a challenge out, like I said, to these politicians. My question to you is, how many year-round jobs have you created since you've been in office? If you can't answer me that question, then you shouldn't be in business. You should not be a politician on Cape Cod. And for me, like I said, um, I was a chef in Nantucket. Had I wanted a pound of pot back in 1996, it would have taken me three days. And that's an island out in the middle of the ocean. Right now, it takes me two hours. That's about the only difference. And now you have a great variety. Most of it's all tested. And it comes, you know, um, no different strength-wise if you knew what you were getting back in 1996. Um, so it's one of those things for me, it's personal. You know, um, I live in Yarmouth. Yarmouth, again, can't make their school budget. Last year, they laid off seven special needs assistant teachers in Yarmouth, which affected me personally, affected my family personally. Um, when I, you know, you don't see them laying off the, uh, or getting rid of the football team. You don't see them doing stuff like that. But, you know, they go after the most vulnerable, vulnerable population there is. And so that's things that I fight for. It has nothing to do with cannabis access, like I said. You know, um, but one thing uh, that I do love about the business, it, this just goes back to just what America was built on. You know, um, being able to have the freedom to open a company, um, to have us provide a safer product than what alcohol is. Cannabis is not a gateway drug. Cannabis is an exit drug from opioids and many other things. And with the opioid raging epidemic we have on Cape Cod, these politicians should be open a medical uh, facility in each town and have that going already by now. It's their fault. 
any other deaths that are on their hands, that's on their conscience. Um, again, like I said, for me, um, I uh, was a chef for over 35, 40 years. My body fell apart. Uh, it's a young man's game. I have arthritis in my hands so bad. I've had uh, three, three, six, somewhere around nine surgeries, two spinal surgeries, three foot surgeries, I don't know how many hernia surgeries, and several hand surgeries. Um, I use cannabis uh, because at, when I had my spinal surgery, they one time had me on 17 different medications, some multiple times a day. You can ask my family, I was a zombie. You didn't know what you'd get every day. It was Jekyll and Hyde. I you know, used medical cannabis, um, and now, you know, I still take three pills a day, um, but otherwise, you know, I was able to get rid of all that stuff. For me to open up the store after I retired as a chef, um, I saw what CBD and what cannabis can do to help people. I have a customer base here right now. Um, I opened up this store uh, seven months ago. It's an upscale store, we, you know, uh, that, yeah, we are a smoke shop, but reason why I said a smoke shop, we have a beautiful glass gallery, we have a beautiful art gallery here too. Um, but smoke shop, the reason of that is people like us and that were in the industry have been doing a lot of this for a long time, CBD and stuff like that. You have seen a lot of people now jumping in the business. My CBD is my biggest seller in my store. My biggest customer base of my store is 50 to 90 year old ladies, followed by 50 to 90 year old men. I do get a lot of the young people from yoga to the gym crowd coming in now too because it's great for after workout. Um, but mainly, you know, when, when I have an 80 year old lady comes in and she's at her lats wits end of doctors giving her pills after pills after pills, and I can give her a product to ease her pain or her anxiety, and then three days later they can come back and tell me that it changed their life. And you know, so I feel so good when I you know, can help someone, you know, and it, what it does. And that's what CBD does for people. Um, cannabis does that too. Um, right now they have it, if you go to a medical dispensary or, or recreational, they can dial in uh, a strain of cannabis um, that can do some wonderful things for you. Um, like I said, cannabis is not for everybody, um, you know, but um, CBD is one thing that I do agree that is good for almost everybody. There are certain medications that you have to be careful with and always consult your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, I know enough about it to be able to inform you, and that's what it is. It's about education. By people coming into our store, um, and even having that older population, some of them actually would never imagine walking into a, a what'd you say, a head shop. Um, you know, a place where, you know, uh, glass pipes and stuff, but it's legal now. I have the uh, big older population, believe it or not, that comes in and buys quite a bit of glass that were at Woodstock. Um, so, you know, to have that clientele, and I have over 200 regular customers now come in that are not only fans of the shop, but almost like family. You get to know them very well. And it's one of those things that, you know, when I, I makes me feel great to know that I can help them. I sell CBD, uh, I'd say cheaper than almost anybody around. We, I, you know, research exclusive companies. A lot of them are friends of mine on my cell phone. I, I know the owners personally. Um, you know, these brands, some of them are local Massachusetts companies. 
And so it's for me, you know, um, I carry a large selection because, um, you know, finding a CBD company is fi finding your favorite restaurant. People have their own taste, et cetera, et cetera. But I carry everything from uh, capsules to tinctures to salves to bath bombs. Um, CBD is also wonderful for pets, too. Um, it's great for, um, you know, older animals that, you know, as they get older in life with their joints and stuff, just like older humans. Um, the East, uh, in the cannabinoid system, is equal to the same as mammals as it is in humans and stuff. So um, when it affects a human, just it does the same as it does for a cat or a dog. Um, so it's one of those things, like I said, that, you know, it's a natural medicine. Um, it's been around years, you know, thousands of years, actually. Um, if you, one thing that I would actually would love everybody that watches this video and my interview is to watch something on Netflix that just came out, a, a movie, a documentary called Grass is Greener. It's a fantastic documentary about the cannabis prohibition in the United States. Um, it goes back to the, the original reason why of uh, the jazz greats, from Louis Armstrong to all those guys. Um, and it's a fascinating movie, and if, it will change many opinions of people that are not cannabis supporters. But also, you know, um, one thing that's what our store does too. When people can come in here, and when I say that they would never imagine walking into a head stop, um, but you can give, you know, a, a lady a medicine or a golfer to put on his knees um, as he's older um, from the joints and stuff. And they come back and, and tell me, you know, that, you know, it's wonderful and that they don't have the pain anymore. You know, it's one of those things that it makes you feel great. Um, and that's the reason that I opened this shop. Um, you know, like I said, um, I had to retire from the business as cooking. I still do some stuff every now and then, but, you know, that's very uh, small because of the fact that my body just couldn't handle it anymore. It's a young man's game, just like it is in playing professional sports. But for me, you know, um, I want to see the cannabis industry thrive on Cape Cod. Uh, we still can keep our, you know, character that we want on Cape Cod. But, you know, we figured as uh, a group of that I belong to, which is Cannabis Cape Cod, Regulate Cape Cod, which is a group of business owners, supporters, and everything. We have over 125,000 year-round supporters on Cape Cod. In the summertime, it grows to probably double that, if not triple that. Um, so for us to be able to, you know, open up a store that we can help people, but also, you know, um, have a place that we teach and we educate people here. We teach classes here at Great White. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I've noticed more than anything, especially with the older population, and they're like sponges. Everybody needs information. And the more information you can give somebody, the more time I can spend with someone, the more, you know, they understand. And, and that's what actually changes people's opinions. CBD is changing people's opinions of the cannabis industry and of cannabis altogether. Um, because of the fact that they realize that it works and that it's natural and that, you know, they don't have the side effects of all the stuff from pharmaceuticals. Um, who are we fighting against here? Mainly still, alcohol industry, the pharmaceutical industry. Um, you know, they're losing customers right and left. And do you think they're not going to sit back and put up a major fight? Um, also, the main thing that you see on a lot of Cape Cod politicians, it's ignorance. Um, I, I'm going to call out some guys right now. 
Tim Wheel and Will Crocker and those guys that, you know, instead of looking at it in an objective thing, they still apply these scare tactics to their towns. And that stuff's just not going to fly anymore. Um, everything that they claim almost can be proven wrong. Um, and they're going through a thing with Brewster again now. Um, and a lot of the Brewster residents, you know, tried to ban it. The, the Attorney General uh, overturned their ban, and now they're trying to go backdoor on the zoning thing. These residents that are doing this are people that live here actually two months of the year a lot of times. They're not the ones that are here year-round that don't have a year-round job, a winter, you know, a job in the wintertime. Um, they actually interviewed one guy in the Boston Globe, I think it was Leo, I can't remember his last name, yeah, you can look it up, and he even stated that, you know, that he didn't want to lose the image of Brewster. Um, what's the image of Brewster when half the people are, have no jobs in the winter? You know, and then what's the main thing that, that is hurting Cape Cod right now? John Chesto of the Boston Globe, a study three years ago, written about families leaving Cape Cod um, because there's no year-round jobs and there's no affordable housing. So what are they doing now? They're building affordable housing. What good is affordable housing if you don't have a year-round job? You know, are you going to evict these people come October? You know, think about it. You know, those things go hand in hand. And that's what, again, the, the main question I ask of any politician on Cape Cod, selectmen too, tell me how many year-round jobs you have created on Cape Cod since you've been in office. If you can't answer that, go ahead and resign. You know, and I'm going to fight. Like I said, uh, if you think uh, um, people like me and various others in this industry are going away, you're dead wrong. In fact, we're getting stronger by the day, and we're, we're, we're going to come after these politicians uh, because, for me personally, you're hurting our communities. You're hurting our veterans. You're hurting the older population. Um, the biggest group of cannabis, you know, um, I said smokers right now are m women that are moms. Um, so, you know, like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, people are looking at cannabis and also CBD as a safer alternative than alcohol. And, you know, it's, it's up to you. Do you want to keep that title as the uh, drunkest part of the state? Are you going to wait for four or five years and finally come on board and, and, like I said, watch all this tax money that could go to benefiting our schools, to benefiting our roads, to benefiting our communities? Instead of every year, I think Brewster can't make their budget again this year. Yarmouth's already talking about, you know, they can't make their budget again now. Uh, I hate to even imagine Dennis and Harwich in these towns. Now, some of these rich towns could care less, you know, like Chatham and some of these others. But, you know, again, they're not the ones that are here year-round, you know. They're not the, the fishermen that live in Chatham that don't have, that are not able to fish year-round. They're not the restaurant people that are here around. They're not the landscapers that do your yards that don't have work in the wintertime. You know, think about that. Like I said, it's not about cannabis access. You know, it's about being able to have a year-round job, a year-round economy, and being able to live on Cape Cod. I have two daughters right now, 18 and 21. One works for capabilities. You know, I have a special needs son. You know, do I want my two daughters to have to leave Cape Cod because they can't find a year-round job in here? You know, it, those things affect me personally. You know, I'm not retired. You know, I don't go to Florida two months of the year or for eight months of the year or wherever you might go. I'm here. I live in this community year-round. And so do many other people. And we need year-round jobs and we need a year-round economy. You know, it gets to the point where, you know, it gets so frustrating, and what you're going to end up? Families leaving Cape Cod, schools empty, 
30% of everybody that, you know, had a reduction of uh, families leaving sandwich. You know, so what's going to happen? You're going to end up with a, a dead economy on Cape Cod. It's a, it's a crisis state right now, and you're creating this. So you have the opportunity to change this, and I'm talking directly to the politicians that I just called out stuff to. You have the ability to change this right now, but you're not. And these selectmen that are dragging their feet on these towns that are still continuing hurting our community, um, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, uh, I could go on and on, but I'm, I'm gonna leave it like that. I wanna welcome everybody to Great White. Uh, you know, I would love to have everybody, you know, come talk to us. Um, let us come to your communities and speak. Uh, we have so many um, great, fantastic people that are in, involved in the industry on Cape Cod and also working hard to support this industry on Cape Cod because they want to see a year-round community, a year-round thriving economy. So, you know, for us, it's just about that. Um, and that's basically um, my statement concerning, you know, um, whether it be CBD or the cannabis industry on Cape Cod. Um, you know, one thing that I do love about the shop that we built here is, you know, um, I have everything from a judge to a lawyers to uh, two Navy SEALs, active duty, they get CBD from me, many retired police officers and first responders. I have a lot of firemen. Um, so it's one of those things, like I said, um, I have such a diverse, I would say, clientele that come into the shop. And, and, you know, I, I do have some younger people, but that's a very small portion, actually, of my clientele. Um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, we're happy, you know, to be able to know that uh, I have a 98 World War II veteran all the way down to a 16-year-old uh, girl that has to have her mother come get it from a, a car wreck that she was in, and she gets CBD for the pain to get off the... Uh, pills that they had her on. Um, her doctor approved it. So it's one of those things, like I said, we have such a diverse clientele um, in our shop, and that's one thing that we love, um, that we made the shop nice enough that you don't have to leave your wife in the car of something of that type. Um, and one of the biggest clientele that I, believe it or not, I get is actually from hair salons. Um, so for me, you know, um, I love the fact that I can help people. I love the fact that we can educate people, and I love the fact that we're gonna be a big part of the community. Um, you know, we have a, a beautiful artwork outside our shop. We had beautiful uh, display at Christmas time, and we're gonna be more involved in, in helping the community not only be a great art community, but also um, a great place to hopefully come year round. Um, that, you know, we can have a thriving, great, you know, Cape Cod, in the wintertime just as much as we can in the summer. And that's pretty much what I'm going to end my statement on in this. Um, I appreciate everybody listening to me, and I hope you come visit our shop, and thank you so much. Great White Smoke Shop is located in Hyannis, and you can go and visit during normal work hours. They sell a variety of glass goods, paraphernalia, and a lot of CBD products. Unfortunately, they don't actually sell any marijuana and only sell tools to utilize it. But, who knows, maybe when you're listening to this, you can go in there and buy yourself some green with some green. Blindside is a Sandwich Community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.